Two Dudes Crypto and their guests are not registered investment advisors. Nothing discussed today should be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Please work directly with an investment professional. Welcome to episode one of Two Dudes Crypto. I'm Ben and I'm here with Simon and today we're talking about crypto gaming and the metaverse. Hope you enjoy. There's so many gamers in the world. It's over there, three billion gamers across the entire globe. Um, and most people have seen the rise of Fortnite and all these. So I mean, it's just inevitable that gaming is going to become a huge thing and, and where you can actually own your own assets and then earn money off it that's going to be huge and the craziest thing is you've got huge big traditional finance people like the likes of kathy wood here who think that the metaverse gaming will be worth trillions in the future and i mean she's ceo of arc invest who has over 40 billion in assets under management um another one is grayscale says exactly the same thing trillion dollar market opportunity from metaverse and says revenue from virtual game worlds could grow to 40 billion dollars in 2025 i mean they're another huge freaking traditional finance firm um and just a bit more perspective as well as see cryptocurrencies taking off a lot we're still so early though that it's like still going to grow so much like how many actually people like families friends do actually know about it then you look at not just that, but actually look at the look down here. This is basically categorized in like top categories. And game five is down at number 19. It's only a $28 billion market cap versus total smart contracts is $773 million billion. Sorry. Like what what the hell? Like, I mean. A lot of people you get into this gaming space and you think shit it's boomed it's you're gonna miss out but like just comparing the size of this it's like this is almost the opportunity of like bitcoin again when people were getting in it in the early 2010s it's just like you've got really another opportunity here such um so all right so first project i was going to talk about i'll delete these was Phantasma. Um, so it's a layer one blockchain specifically designed for gaming and NFTs, which follows on from the, the gaming theme there. Um, what reasons it gets so? What does lies in layer one blockchain mean? Um, so it's basically operating on the, it's basically, if you think of like Ethereum and Solana, the light star layer one blockchain so that are basically the base layer blockchain of something so i mean right. ethereum interacts in its own ecosystem and that's the core blockchain and everything else like layer twos and other stuff is built around that and it, and solana so is like completely built off ethereum yeah it's so like solana is in like another blockchain in itself that i mean they've created bridges so it can interact but basically Solana is like another alternate layer one. So that's why they sort of call it a, like a 
Ethereum killer as such. Whereas right. there's some things like, you know, Immutable X um, that yeah. when we're looking into NFTs and that and Immutable X was like the fast, cheap solution on, on Ethereum. I don't know if you heard about that yeah. or or like Matic, like Polygon, that's like a layer right. two on Ethereum that basically to help Ethereum as such. But these other ones are basically competitors as such in nature. Um, so this is as an essentially like like Solana was to Ethereum. This is yeah. like to, to those. It's a new like competitor. Yeah, basically. Chain. Yeah. It's its own chain. And it's saying we can we can provide like we can hold NFTs and gaming and stuff on here. You can build it on our system. Mm. And this is like a new coin really as in. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. And right. And I know they do have I mean, something that is huge as Ethereum is obviously taken off. And so you don't want to try and bring up another layer one that is a competitor to a competitor to Ethereum. Its sole aim is to take it down. It's like, hey, you're not going to. So yeah. this it was built in 2019. So at the time probably wasn't trying to take down Ethereum. But it's got some good bridges actually to them. So like, I mean, for example, if you on Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain, which are two of the biggest chains, you can easily just transfer your money across to there, which is pretty ideal yeah. in terms of like, I mean, Avalanche, about Avalanche, eh? like it's the same sort of thing as like they had a really easy bridges from Ethereum to the Avalanche is also a layer one. So like they had really easy bridges between the two, hence a lot of, and cheap. So hence a lot of value went into that one. So, I mean, this is sort of set up to uh, be able to get a lot of that uh, money from Ethereum and the likes. Right. What um, makes it like Solana as and why would, why is it sort of a good alternative to Solana? Yeah. So Solana is, um, she's theoretically faster than this, but this has better tech in this, in the instance of actual NFTs and gaming. So like, this was specifically built for gaming oh, okay. and NFTs. It has smart NFTs. So right now, if you were to play a, a game and you wanted to level up your hero, um, you theoretically couldn't do that. You'd have to somehow exchange your guy, like take him off the blockchain oh, and then right. back on. But these ones, you can change them. You can, they're called smart NFTs, which basically means you can change in the code, the time on them all. Um, and so this is also handy, like, I mean, they've, they've got Phantasma have a racing game where I think it's like 20 different parts you can you can choose on the car and you can literally trade out any of the parts anytime you want and, I mean, suspension, all these things and tires and you go, it's pretty cool in that regard to go, um, like, awesome alternative and pretty cool how you can actually change NFTs like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess it stems down to why the need for smart NFTs. But like I said, it's like it's like a lot of games are like you level up or you want to change some attributes and then you can't physically like me and you buying these these apes and stuff, you go, you can't actually change them once you've got them. Yeah, I guess from like Solana's as in when it first started up, everyone's like, Oh, okay, there's these NFTs, whatever, they're their own thing. Mm. And then all of a sudden the first big thing from that was like okay they're going to be integrated into games now and everyone's like oh shit like these can be now integrated into games 
was it's like now I guess the next step it's oh okay shit well they're in games we now need to be able to level them up and change them like like they've always been in the game and shit and so yeah. this is I guess, just more progressive and like that is is I guess looking a bit further ahead really exactly and I'm hugely we're both hugely into Solana so and heavily invested in it and so I mean it's not like we're thinking this will do better than Solana it's like hey another fundamental reason I am in it is it does have a reasonable backing for some big names now it hasn't got the user adoption which take it as you will can be <laughs> it's either good or bad like I mean risky in terms of like hasn't had the user adoption yet but also big upside in terms of, oh i just deleted yeah that's that's where the opportunities are it's um, like one two hundredths the market cap of solana i mean solana is got a lot of DeFi in it which is all the decentralized finance stuff so likely this won't this won't have that much to do with that but in terms of gaming, it's like it's I think it's theoretically five thousand transactions per second versus Solana's. So, oh, fifty thousand I think it was running at the moment Solana. But anyway, you compare yeah. it to other blockchains and you go, it's pretty damn good. And no expert with this blockchains, but um, they do claim to be very decentralized as well. They operate with basically a lot of. Yeah, actually, I'm not going to speak about that because I'll be saying wrong stuff about the blockchain and how it all works um but it is more decentralized than the likes of solana which is quite centralized and some people would fine with that others not so much um yeah so anyway that's that one so that that was just touching on that that phantasma so it's, it's, I'll be talking about another few like individual games and gaming guilds and stuff. So Phantasma is a layer one. So that is a chain. So it could have hundreds or thousands of games directly operating on it. So you're back in the chain because it's got a superior tech. It's reasonably cheap. All these smart chains I just showed you before and the, the market cap of it is $770 billion worth of layer ones, basically smart chains. So I mean, it's less risky in the fact of, hey, you're not betting on one individual game. You're betting on the tech of this blockchain to go when a whole heap of gamers come into the, the space or finance guys, but just users in general, then there's going to be a huge overflow of from these. Like, I mean, in terms of there's, there's only certain transaction speeds that some of these blockchains can get up to and they're nowhere near their capacities at the moment. I mean, it's so early in the space, all this crypto. Yeah, I mean, Ethereum's that uh, Ethereum 2.0 should help solve the transactions, but nowhere near at all. Like what actually currently gaming uses and the amount it needs to handle at the moment. So basically they're thinking that, hey, there's going to be a huge influx of people and there's going to be influx to Solana I mean, Ethereum, the Polygon and the lights for the gaming and um, MutaWorks and Alluvium's on MutaWorks as well, which is on Ethereum. Binance, Smart Chain, um, I'm missing out some, but there's going to be a huge inflow. So, I mean, it's like that Phantasma, even if it doesn't become the primary one, will get a bunch of users anyway, if you get what I'm saying. Right. Oh, yeah, overflow. 
Yeah, just just in the fact of hey, you've been on the whole space, and you're going actually, it's likely that you will get some. And when people find out this is such a good tech, I mean, because some of the influencers that are, I mean, not really influencers though, some of the big gaming YouTubers and stuff talking about hey, they love the tech and they love all this and, um, mm. I mean, it's really startup anyway. Um, so Merit Circle is the next one. So. Now into like gaming guilds. So basically a gaming guild is like a collective of of people's capital that is then invested into a whole bunch of gaming players slash metaverse players. So I invest some money into it and it's and they go and buy tokens in the game, the native tokens or land and whatnot. So like for example, Star Atlas a big game coming out on solana i think they cost you could 700k or something for one of the biggest ships on there it's like no way can i buy that but what this guild would do is hey it, it's got all this money from these investors as such that can then go and buy the 700k ship and then the 700k ship can go and be used in the game and the guild as well has like a scholarship program so it will lend out the assets. So it could like, hey, 2,000, I'm not sure how many people could use that ship at once, but can be used for mining or farming or whatever the heck in the in-game economy to actually earn revenue. So you have this ship that will potentially go up in value and you might own their tokens as well that could go up in value. And there you have actually these people playing the game at the moment that will earn revenue as well. And so right. this is the, benefit of investing in a guild versus like a versus individual games and the fact of hey you buy a it's another game alluvium you buy an, or like aurorium i'm going to talk about you buy an aurorium and you go it's a bit like axie infinity you buy the axie back in the day and then they actually did have scholarship less formal scholarship programs that came out you could go and lend your axie to someone in some third world country that could earn a lot of money for in their culture to go and just grind all day instead of their working and they earn you earn like 20% of their revenue that they make on it. So right, for right. Lend, so they they benefit, you benefit. And this is basically a bigger scale, the guild as such. Um yeah, so it's like it's like a hedge fund essentially. Then yeah. of, of as in you kind of give your or pull your money and yeah. get them to invest it for you in these gaming things and you essentially reap the rewards of that. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. The venture capitalists, really, and um, it's 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 a DAO in terms of like it's a decentralized autonomous yeah. organization. So it's going to be governed by the, the people, effectively. Even if it's not at the moment, eventually it'll tend to be more in the future, become more decentralized. And you choose, hey, this is a new yeah. cool game coming out. We vote to buy in this and the likes. Um, and another good thing, they get access to all these like seed rounds, like early stuff so like i mean we can't even buy right. we can't even buy anything in a game like big time that's a big one coming out and they've already acquired land plots for a total of a million dollars in there sure and you go they've also ufo the land plots and a combination of in game nfts and land plots and ufo for 140k as well and we can't acquire any in those either They've bought some tokens as well in the some of these places. So I mean, yeah, it's pretty 
pretty good way to go. So that's I that's merit circle for you. I personally am in merit circle rather than there's another big one. Did I have it in here? A gaming guild. There's another big one called Yield Guild Games. They're actually a partner in here as well. They're a similar thing. But I just got into these guys. Um and they have the likes of I mean, go look it up yourself, but Digital Currency Group, which is this which is basically a subsidiary of Grayscale and the likes, which is Grayscale. You look it up, it's a huge big investment crypto fund. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of money in some of these partners, which is pretty promising. Um, I'd say scholars that can earn the money from playing those assets. So that's and I, yeah, I really like this merit circle because exactly this is like I don't have the time to go and find the latest games and again, then lend out my assets. And I mean, I will go and look up these games and find out what I personally like, but I won't get access to these seed rounds. I won't get, I won't be able to just lend out my assets just like then have the capital to buy some of these assets without actually, I want to more invest in some tokens and that. Um, so pretty good option. The, the whole, the whole, um, yeah, gaming guilds. Um, another one as well. If you, I mean, it's probably, I don't know, he'll safer or not. But anyway, it's a merit circle at the moment. Is is at five eighty? Had an all time high of eleven seventy. So what's that? Yeah, two x basically two. It's all time high, so it's pretty good price at the moment. Damn it, five days ago. Yeah, yeah, and they actually, they actually have implemented another thing as well. Like you might be wondering why don't people just is it pumps just sell out of this thing because, like a pyramid scheme or the lights. But actually, you go if you look at Alluvium, they're basically following the same sort of staking mechanism that Alluvium had. So you can lock all your investments up in merit circle and earn an unreal percentage like i'm earning 200 apy at the moment on my stake stuff but then when my rewards come out the 12 months vesting schedule so i can't get them out actually for 12 months so and i think the founders had something like three years or something vesting schedule so again it's like people can't just deploy like suddenly it pumps in a month or two with a bull run just bang everyone just sell out i mean people will still do that but if you're earning these these actually unreal real percents it's so strong alluvium had exactly the same sort of things so people stake and stake and earning revenue and it's like just keep going up and up and up with the hype of the game but it's a pretty good option eh? these guilds i mean and i particularly like merit circle i haven't looked into too many others to be honest i mean sure there's a lot more others that are good out there um another so going to another one so you can buy into another option is metaverse index which is basically tracks it's like an index fund like investment fund you just tracks some of the top stocks in this case crypto coins um and you just buy into this index and yeah so you can actually see on here you go the allocation so alluvium has a 
29% allocation, sandbox, 13.5 actually, 8.8% mana, 12.7%. I mean, again, this is another good option like the Yield Guild games when you don't know, sorry, when, like the Merit Circle, which is a gaming guild that if you don't have the time of day to actually go and research all these things and don't have the experience to go and actually, where do I buy these? Where do I trade these? There's fees and all that. You can actually just buy into one of these things. and But like an investment, an index and stocks is half the time you can actually do better investing in the index than actually trading around lots of different little ones, individual coins. Um, so you, you go and have a look at this just at um, app.index.indexcoop.com. Um, yeah, so next we've got some gaming studios. So this is this I'd say is, is still not that risky in terms of investments. It's rather than investing in a singular game, it's actually investing in a gaming studio like the likes of uh, Steam or Epic Games or Blizzard or something, where you actually they're actually got. I think right now they've got. I thought it was nine, but maybe it's only six games that are live right now so you can actually go and yeah so they've got some big money coming into them i mean the the gaming studio which is always a good yeah good bet um to be honest you have to go and look more into this i'm invested in this but i don't know too much about it other than a lot of people have been talking about it and say it's a pretty cool and it was a pretty undervalued asset. Um, I thought I did have a Vulcan Forge. Oh, there we go. Shot up 35% today. But again, it's down 36% from its all-time high at 42 bucks. So it's not a bad price as well. But I can see something like this being a really good investment because, again, it's like it's not one individual game it's focused on. If you think the gaming, blockchain gaming space of crypto is going to do well, something like this that's really developed and actually got a few games out there and that it's likely to do well and follow on something path like the next one, which is Gala Games. You heard of Gala Games? Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about it though. Yeah, so again, it's another blockchain gaming studio. These guys are like classy, I reckon. Well, in terms of their founders are, yeah, they're very public and lots of videos out and AMAs and that and very professional the guys I can't remember what he was the founder of oh it's killing me but um Zynga or something it was something yeah he's done some past stuff but very professional and uh great team behind what is what is it the same sort of thing as Robin Forged or what is Gala Games yeah it's the same it's a gaming studio based so these are the games that there's right. only one out at the moment, Town Star. No, no, actually, Spider mean, Tanks is out as well. Yeah. Do they do they um Boss make these games or do they like do they run them on behalf of someone? Is it like, yeah, so they... that's a good question actually because they've got a recent one that I have to find it, so I won't do that. But they've got a recent like third per no first person shooter game that's coming out trying to be a bit like COD and that that is actually fully developed buy another platform or buy another gaming right. company and they're then hooking into this 
Gala Games, the enterprise that they've got. So, the, it, the, why why would they hook into like something like this? It's a bit like it's a bit like Steam in a, in regards to go, hey, you've got a uh, big right. audience, you've got yeah, basically you got the audience really, and the tech. I'm not sure if they can hook into their platform. They were going to make it Gala Games as well. Was going to make some Gala Verse or something, some Metaverse style thing, or a chain as well potentially. I can't don't quote me on those, but but yeah, this is compared to Vulcan Forge, very similar like concepts. I personally like Gala Games a lot more just because they're so they're very public and professional with actually a good track record. Some of these founders, um, right. and some of these games like Mirandus is going to be huge pretty cool like um pretty cool fantasy rpg game and um yeah ha- have a look as well but they've just gone berserk like if you look at the yearly chart they've oh, gone shit. up in a year 176 thousand percent so Which you could about have, what like 17 um 1700x god damn yeah, I, I could have bought. Well, have you put a? I could have bought it. Um, where was it? It must have been even. Must have been even lower back here. Yeah, far out it was. I bought it two cents when I was following Jake at on chain gaming, but <laughs> never did in the end. Just had such little. So yeah, little amount of, just skin in the game at that point. So didn't really have the capacity to go and invest much in this sort of thing. Yeah, but again yeah, i mean like wow. this is this is now a market cap of three billion dollars and fully diluted of 24 billion so the fully diluted is basically there's only at the moment seven billion tokens in supply and these are getting distributed to i don't think this is right i thought there was more actually is that, is that because of like those other games or like those other ones, it's locked up for a vesting period or is it just because they're holding them and distributing them as they go? Yeah, basically they're giving incentives to like like nodes. If you hold a node, if you run a node at the moment on right on Gala, then you get rewarded in a certain amount of Gala tokens each each month. You know what? Or what each each day, like sorry. Distributing that over? Is it like yeah? So like over, over it's like a halving. So the first year they distributed maybe half the supply, and then they distributed then a quarter of the supply. So they kept halving and distribution right. there. So it would take quite a few years to actually distribute out the whole thing. But it's like the people that got into nodes early have made so much money, um, right. because they just got yeah. distributed so much of it. And so Gala has a cool thing in terms of they didn't have any sales or anything for the gala token they distributed it through basically if you ran a node rewards and yeah. encourages people to run nodes which is securing the network and yeah yeah so, sure. yeah um i mean yeah so fully diluted is 24 billion but i can't, don't know if this is right with the circular and supply but, oh actually sorry this so the market currently is three billion. I don't know if this is right. Sorry, because I think there's more circulating supply out there. But if all the tokens were out, it'd be twenty four billion dollars. I think as well, Epic Games was something like thirty five billion or something like that. So yeah. just comparing is quite like mm, skeptical. But I mean, I thought that the same thing with Axie, and that seemed to blow away some of these traditional games because they actually have like an economy in it and. 
people legit actually earning money from it. You're like these things yeah. are actually can earn a, a shit ton, can be worth a shit ton more. So, I mean, Gala Games may be yeah. overpriced and it basically has bad inflation in terms of all these tokens distributed. As time goes, it'll be less and less inflation, but but it is risky in terms of that regard. But personally, like saying it's the leader basically in the industry of gaming studio, I mean, I don't know, price it as you will. It's hard to know what it could go to, but pretty good play either way. Probably not to say, hey, it's going to go 10x from here in this full cycle, in this cycle. But Yeah, exactly. So probably not one of those, but it's pretty cool. A pretty cool game in studio and pretty cool investment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had on Gala Games. So next one I have is DeFi Kingdoms. Which go to another tab. I'll have to share this one with you. Right. No, I'll just switch to Harmony Network on here. Oh, I don't have it. How do I share my other screen? That's all right. I'll, anyway, it's basically, if I can scroll down, DeFi Kingdoms is a DeFi game with usable NFTs built in the blockchain. So using DeFi, you use, you've used like Radium and that uh, in terms of you, yeah. you yeah. want to trade your on Solana, for example, because it's so cheap. We got you into that. It's like, you trade your Solana for USDC, like a stable coin, or for a Rory or a Star Atlas or something that's on another. It's basically the interchange, yeah, so the, the decentralized exchange for the network. So on this is built on Harmony, which is a fast, cheap, EVM-compatible blockchain, which is EVM is just Ethereum virtual machine, so basically compatible with Ethereum stuff. Um, and it is another layer one Harmony, Simon. So, yeah, but yeah, so it's a, it's, it's fast. Um, and it's got this cool game on it. So you're basically, it's a DEX effectively on it. So you can trade for other coins, but it's a game incorporated into it. So you can have like, there's gardens, there's a bank. You can buy these NFTs on here and you actually transact in this game through different stuff. Like you have to search all this stuff up because we don't have time to explain like, liquidity providing um yield farming um so what is it as an it acts more like a well it's not your traditional game um what does it act more like like a like a radium or something it, it, it's more like that but a game version of it yeah and like i mean even the biggest one for like most people would be that they know is uniswap so like uh, okay it basically acts as like hey if i want to go and pull my assets and earn be a liquidity provider i can go and do this on this game and it's building this pixelated game in here so it's pretty cool for like i mean your younger brother or or mate or something into it and they're going to play in this game effectively and yeah it's bridging out so i mean that partnership with avalanche i think it was lunar as well looking to basically so it's going to be incorporated with all these different chains so you can not only just go into harmony because right now i've got to go into harmony switch my ethereum or something into harmony deposit my harmony into this game and then use my harmony to switch to other assets and yield farm but if i actually want to transact between another layer one like i mean it's not going to be with solana but with avalanche or lunar or the likes i can then just go and 
transact all in this one game, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Pretty good in terms of, I mean, all the true crypto nerds will go and love like something like Uniswap and know how it all works. But if you get like a saying, your mate, your mate, your mum, dad or someone, she wanted to, they don't understand how this stuff works. So if you instead learning, not a game, you learn the system of how Dex works through a game. It's pretty cool. And they're not just mm-hmm. limited to that. They have, if you actually go into the game and their docs, they actually have some cool stuff coming out. Like, I mean, yeah, they're doing quests. You can buy hero NFTs, land, and that sort of thing, buildings. So, I mean, it, this whole ecosystem incorporated into this based around this decks. So, based around this trading platform. So, pretty cool, eh? Um, yeah. I think, like, in terms of adoption and actually attracting people, it's pretty cool. And especially when it has these partnerships with these other good other chains going to be pretty good hmm. um right i've got That's one cool. more thing and then we're done so um rory was the f- oh so so DeFi kingdoms was she what's it yeah it's had a pretty big rise lately i mean even october yeah. it's down 31 percent from the high so i mean it is also inflationary token so but again, with all this adoption, I think it personally will keep going up. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So next one is a Rory. So we're both into Solana, obviously, because it's get yeah, fast, cheap. And I mean, we got into it pretty early that it has now had a huge user adoption. I think it has the most developers of any chain at the moment as well. Um, so yeah, no doubt it has its adoption and users. It has most transactions by far. So I th- personally think Solana you're, and a lot of your lagging hard as it might just be my end, but you're glitching out. Oh yeah. Yeah, my oh, yeah. stable. Is that all good now? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so we're both really big on Solana. I mean it's it's perfect for not perfect, but it's pretty damn good for games in terms of it's fast and cheap. So like you'd be able to use these and it's got a huge amount of users. So Roy is really the first big big game that's coming out in there. And it's such a cool developed action game, not just a quick put together game. So I think I can see this taking off. And it's, yeah, it's a strategy. It's not like a, what sort of game is it? Play to earn desktop game. I haven't really looked too much into it in terms of actually how things you can explore around and you'll be able to, it's yeah, PVE so, and PVP game. So be pretty cool. I think it's like Pokemon based sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, in terms of big games and on Solana ecosystem, is pretty bullish on this project. Um, but again, like saying, as I talked, about DeFi kingdoms i mean it does have that it is branching over to like other chains so it is less risky in that regard but some of these games i mean rory at solana it's a big adoption it's not the risk isn't there some of these other small cap games that you're actually talking about like i mean rory's market cap is already 132 million dollars so no not small any means and diluted 1.3 billion 
but compared to yeah. some of these other options, like in terms of talking about gaming guilds, um, that metaverse index and some of these gaming studios, it's really hard to know actually what to invest in. But in terms of you think for a longer term, longer safer longer term bet would be these either these guilds, these gaming studios, or this index. But if you do have the time and actually you play something like this and considering the users and the adoption it's likely to have you could make some good money out of this um yeah you're up against a lot of other third world countries i guess that actually that have all day to grind and they're earning an insane amount of money compared to their for their and their culture so it's hard to compete against that but Either way, yeah, it's pretty cool. But again, these these are all these other options. I mean, individual games are riskier, but this does already have a reasonably high market cap. Thanks for listening. If you want to start with our latest content, we're on Twitter at 2 Dudes Crypto and coming to YouTube as well, also 2 Dudes Crypto. Thanks a lot.